Welcome to this week's episode of An Hour of Your Life. My name is Kim. And I am Steve. And I, we just woke up from a nap. Yeah, so I made um, turkey the other day, and what is it, tryptophan, whatever it is, and a yes. turkey, it yeah. works, even when we turned it into uh, soup today. Which was, which was really good, by the way. Yeah, when, after even, even after we turned it into the soup, it still put me out like a light bulb right here. And that's bad, because what are we talking about this week, honey? Today, we're talking about, well, this show, this week's show is educational. <laughs> it's going to be a little bit political, but not in the politics like you think it is. And, you know, like, you know what? Even if you, uh, it's, I don't know, bipartisanship is what we need on this show. I, you know, I don't care if you are a Democrat, Republican, Socialist, Communist, everybody can agree on this show right here. Today, we're going to be talking about daylight savings time and how dumb it really is. Well, now wait a minute. Now wait a minute. We're not going to be talking about how dumb it really is. That's not that's not fair. Okay. We if if it's going to be educational. Wait a minute. To- wait a second. I have a revelation. It's dumb. The- oh my gosh. We, okay, I'm going to try to keep him on track and present the facts to you and present both sides of the argument and, and try to keep him as unbiased and unmean as possible. He has very strong feelings about this, though. Okay, so in the fairness for everybody, w- neither one of us uh, really agree with daylight savings time. In <sighs> fact, when we first started talking about this at our... Production meeting on Saturday morning at Wine and Coffee Shop. (laughs) Kim proposed that we we do a debate. And that really, it terrified me. I started shaking in my shoes (laughs) right then because I don't want to debate Kim. I will win. She is too quick-witted. Yeah, you don't want to get an argument. No, I mean, I I have really good thoughts. It just comes about two seconds after she's already said what she has my to do. My brain dis- fires on all cylinders. Yeah, it doesn't work. As, Although, I mean, her brain works a lot faster than my I brain I am works. a little sleepy, so you do have an advantage there. But okay. oh, so we that was my first thought, is we could do um, like a debate type of format where I take the pros and you take the cons, obviously. But... It wouldn't be genuine. It wouldn't really be genuine. And because... Uh, first, I... I am not as opposed to it as Steve is. I understand. And I actually kind of, could, I like to pride myself on being able to see past my own point of view. So I can actually see some of the benefits. But in my opinion, the the benefits are not worth enough to continue to, and to have it. I will, I will concede on that. There are some benefits, but we'll, we'll talk about that. Right. And it, really, the, so, the, the cons outweigh the pros so much on this. Okay, it just so doesn't make sense. First of all, daylight savings time, for those of you who might be in other countries that don't use daylight savings time, daylight savings time is the... Which is most of the world. That doesn't use daylight savings time? Correct. Yeah, most of the world does not. Um, but daylight savings time is basically the practice of advancing your clocks one hour in the summer so that in the summertime during the warmer months, the evening daylight lasts longer. Tomorrow, uh, daylight savings time, at, uh, well, actually, yeah. At 2 at o'clock, two o'clock in the morning on Sunday, daylight savings time ends and we go back to what is called standard time uh, until, I don't know, when is it, April? Something like that? April March. or May? March. We go back to daylight savings time. Um, so it can get kind of confusing. So you're going to talk about time as a concept, correct? Yeah. I mean, before we can really do this show justice, we need to talk a little bit about time and how it works. And it's going to, we're going to have to dumb it way down. No worry. Not for our (laughs) listeners, but for me, because. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I, I am not, my brain does not. As, as we've talked about anatomy and physiology on here before, like my brain just doesn't work that way. So, so please dumb it down for me. Okay. So here is our little time lesson 101 
and this is not to offend anybody. I'm, I'm just trying to break it down very simply because uh, it, it, it gets very, very confusing with this. Yeah, and I don't even know, honestly, how many time zones there are in the world. Okay. Prepare to get educated on I'm this. I'm ready. Okay. Hit me with it. So the Earth turns on its axis once every 24 hours. Okay, I got that okay. part so far. So that means that... There's 24 hours in a, as day. The, in a day as the world turns, okay? There used to be a soap opera called I think the it's world still turns. on, actually. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Which is another thing that has always confused me, because theoretically, can't you make your day longer than 24 hours if you're hopping time zones? Yes. Okay. Yes, you it's, actually can. Yeah, it in today's age, in today, you know, when my dad was in the Navy... He got to spend two Easter Sundays because of the international timeline. Yeah, it's just nuts okay. to me. So, okay, so let me go back to our lesson on time. Okay, sorry. So the, the world is divided up in 24 time zones. Because God. if you think about it, as the world rotates, you know, every hour it's going to be a different. So we have divided it up like that. You know, yeah, I don't know where to get into this. So and I might- let me just, let me get into the lesson here of time, because we'll discuss that concept a little bit later. Like, each little town used to have its own time. Okay, can I ask one real quick question? Yeah. Do you say it's 24 now? Do you think, based on your research, um, do you think that there will ever come a time where we will have to do more time zones or fewer no. time zones? As we become more populated and sort of the... the, the Okay, Kim. I don't. Well, I don't know how oh, they stop. Stop. Okay, <laughs> please stop. <laughs> I, I don't know how they divide up the time zones. Okay, I guess back a long, long time ago, they could have divided the world up in. We we could have sixty hours in a day, but for whatever you know what, in all my research, I didn't even get into that. Is why we divide it up into twenty four hours. But as the world spins. It does divide up equally into 24 hours, except for leap year, and then we get... Oh, my gosh, and then there's a whole other (laughs) thing. I'm sorry. Like I said, I'm super dumb when it comes to this stuff. So let's just just try to keep it as simple as we can. I wish I had done more research on why it's 24 hours. It's fine. Okay, so, I mean, it could have been 48 hours, I guess, but... Okay, but it's not, and I'm an idiot, so it's fine. So... The, the world is divided up into 24 time zones. So if it, that means if it's 6 o'clock in the morning in New York City and the sun is rising, in Chicago, it's 5 o'clock in the morning and the sun is going to rise at a, in about one hour. In Denver, it's 4 o'clock in the morning. And in San Francisco, it's 3 o'clock because the United States is divided up into four different time zones this is as the sun moves from east time. to west. It, 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 it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. It doesn't matter. Okay. This just... Okay. Yeah. Okay. It, it, it just doesn't matter. All right. Because the, the earth is going to be spinning. Now, there is a thing called Coordinated Universal Time, or UTC. See, this is even how it's starting to get confusing already, because Coordinated Universal Time, you'd think it'd be C-U-T, cut. No, it's UTC, Universal... Uh, What is it? Universal... Uh, coordinated Time? Time coordinated or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. Okay. okay. So that is the primary time for the world where the world starts. The day starts in Greenwich, England, or along that line of longitude that goes from the North Pole to the South Pole that runs through Greenwich, Greenland. So that is where, where the day starts in the world. So right why there. aren't we all on that time? Because as the world spins... Okay, so we we can't have it at. So if if it was six o'clock in the morning in Greenwich, yeah, that would make it six o'clock in the morning in New York. But we wouldn't see daylight for like five hours until. So. Okay, never mind. Let me finish here. <laughs> okay. Okay, so. So Greenwich is the place in the sun world where the. Sp- Sun comes up, or where the day starts, no matter what time, that's where it starts, and that's arbitrary. You know, if if we would have had New York City at the time, it could have been New York City, but it doesn't matter. That that is where the day starts, right there, and that works fairly well. 
And it, it, this get really deep into a lot of stuff when we start even talking about navigation and everything. So, technically, it's Greenwich is within one second of mean solar time at zero degrees longitude. So that's why I'm saying that as the line from the North Pole to the South Pole, it runs, and that's as, like, as accurate as they can make it right there. Okay. So UTC time does not change to day, DST or daylight savings times, which we're, I'm probably going to call it DST from here on out. Fair enough. It, it doesn't change. It remains constant. Thank goodness, or that would adjust all the clocks in the universal transmercator time. UTC would change everything if it adjusted all the time. Yeah, I mean, just think of the <laughs> confusion right here. Okay. I'm, so, uh, yeah, okay. So if, if zero degrees runs through Greenwich, exactly the other side of the world, halfway around the world, there is a line of longitude at 180 degrees because there's 360 degrees sure. in a compass, right? Okay, okay. I got that. And that is called the International Dateline. And that's how my dad, as he was coming back from Japan, mm. was able to have... Two Easter Sundays. Okay. But he lost one on the way over, so he really just got it back. <laughs> so, but I don't know if it was actually Easter he lost. I don't know what day he went over. So. It doesn't matter. Yeah. He lost a day, he gained a day. Yeah. Okay, so somewhere in the Pacific Ocean, it's already tomorrow. Okay. Because of time. Okay. So, we, as we said, the Earth is divided up into 360 degrees. Each degree is divided up into 60 minutes, and each minute is divided into 60 seconds. So it, it all makes sense, but it sounds it's a little bit complicated, but it's all based on time. So you've heard the term like it's 75 degrees, 45 minutes, 23 seconds west. That would put you someplace in Canada because it's all measured from Greenwich right there. Okay. okay. So 30 degrees south, 120 Minutes, 30 seconds, would put you someplace in Australia. So the Earth is divided up into four quadrants. North, north and west, think north, to generalize, think of North America. North and east, think Asia, Russia. Uh, south and west, think out in the middle of the Pacific Ocean someplace. And south and east, think Australia. So the, you okay. know, the, the Earth is divided up into four Four different quadrants right, right there. I got you. So time is used to measure these distance. So, you know, like in the, the, the sailors back in the old days, they would take their sextants and they would do all this stuff. And they had to have a, a precise chronometer to measure where they were. So that's how we got this, the minutes and degrees and seconds. Y'all are so lucky. I'm not in charge of any of this <sighs> stuff. Okay. I'm even getting confused telling this myself. You're way smarter so at this than I am. I'm time is, time is, was used to measure distances. So, I'll brought this up so I brought all this up so you can understand why time is important and why it has to be consistent. So, like, think about, like, um, trading stock or international travel. The, the time has to be very consistent. Right. It has to be... I, Especially, it, I mean, in today, at, yeah. at one point in history, and I think we're going to get into this, it didn't really matter, but with the advent of mass transit... You need to know when... Yeah, and we'll, we'll talk about that in detail. Yeah. So, that is how time is divided. Now, the actual clock, time itself, is kept, at least for the United States, by the United States Naval Observatory Atomic Clock, which is in Bethesda, Maryland. That is the standard for measuring precise time. And, you know, we could... I mean, there are scientists that dedicate their entire lives to this, but basically... It's based off the frequency of atoms, and so does it. Does it matter that it's in Bethesda? No. Okay. Because it it's, it's, it still, it's still going to be set to universal. Okay. To UTC, so that the time starts. Gotcha. Relatively speaking, in England, but the actual the clock where happens to live in Bethesda happens to live in at the United States Naval Observatory okay. in Bethesda, Maryland. So time starts in England, but the time of the day is actually measured by this atomic clock in Bethesda, Maryland. And like I say, it is way beyond me to try to explain like the frequency of atoms and how time goes. So we bring all that up. Okay, we're going we're to make light of this as we go through, but time is, there, there are people that study this, 
and it is a very, very complicated issue. And they're really smart. And do I mean it would be a disservice for us to like completely make light of this because it is an important topic and it is a lot more complicated than we're going to get into this show. I mean, we're going to keep this as lighthearted in the reasons of why I think it's dumb and we need to get rid of it. But there, there are a lot of reasons. And so I'm just basically going to take all those really complicated reasons and simplify them down that I can understand. Not that you out there in the audience wouldn't be able to understand it, but I have to be able to understand it. And my mind just, it boggles to think of some of these concepts and how it's going to work. And I absolutely couldn't understand it. And you would get so frustrated with me if you tried to explain it any further than what you already have. So were you going to talk about the history and background? Um, a little bit. Okay. So, uh, interestingly... So, from here on out, I'm not serious anymore. <laughs> so, Daylight Savings Time, um, there's a common myth that Daylight Savings Time was created, or the idea was um, brought up by Benjamin Franklin. Um, that's maybe what you got, what you, wh- is that what you were taught? I was never, I don't know that I was ever really taught who... That was the urban legend that Benjamin Franklin okay. came up with. Was not. It was not created not by... Not true. Ben- yep. Nope. Big Big news. news. Um, So (laughs) daylight savings time was actually proposed by a guy named George Hudson, who was an entomologist. So he studied bugs. Uh, And we we can poke fun a little bit at George Hudson um, because... I I already don't like him. Because he's an entomologist, but... Not because of that. He... uh, you know, we can tease him about being a bug collector, but honestly, he did a lot of really good work for science. He, um, he's kind of, he's a big deal in the bug community. Uh, so he actually, but he was not quite like a professional entomologist. He still had a shift work, a day job. So he wanted more time after work to collect bugs. That's, yeah, and, uh, look, entomology is important. They is. solve crimes. Because oh, yeah, of that's entom- entomologist. That's true. He wanted more time in the evening after he got off work to go observe, get some bugs and study them and observe them. So He should have gone and found a girlfriend. <laughs> Daylight savings time all comes down to the study of bugs. Um, he actually won a medal for this, by the way, for wanting the day to be a little bit shorter, the work day to be shorter so that he can go collect bugs. Okay. Now, Benjamin Franklin came in because... In jest, what kind of humor was this? Not sarcasm. It was. Uh... I don't know. Where okay, so is. so Benjamin Franklin, like, wrote one of his. I don't know if it was in Poor Richard's. Probably. But it was all about um, how much money would the French people would save because if they woke up an hour, or if the sun, they had an extra hour of sunlight. How much candle wax, or how much, oh, how many yeah. candles they would save by doing this? So that's how it got attributed to, to Benjamin, Franklin. Like Benjamin Franklin. He, he was saying. just being sarcastic uh, and snarky. Ben about Franklin, all this. for those of you who don't know, Ben Franklin was super snarky. He, yeah. he was. Ben Franklin was. And I'm pretty sure Ben would be agreeing with me because he was being really sarcastic do, about it. We should do a show on the founding fathers someday and how they are not what we make them out to be. Anyway. Um, not a lot of places use daylight savings time. Maybe I'll put up a graphic uh, on our Facebook page to show you which parts of the world do use it. Germany was the first to implement daylight savings time nationwide, which doesn't really surprise me that it would be Germany, um, just because the Germans are well, very... At this time, it was important for them to do it, because at that time, it, they, they implemented daylight savings time because they thought it would save um, energy. Yes. For, and that's to, one of the arguments. World War that, I. Yes. Uh, during, yeah, during World War I. And, and the energy argument is something that I'm going to come back to. Um, the first, I'm going to blow you out of the water. I know you one. are. Um, the first city, so Germany was the first nation. The first city was Port Arthur, Canada. Um, and interestingly, some places have a sort of negative daylight savings time. Morocco, for example, sets their clocks back an hour for Ramadan in the spring, which seems very inconvenient to me because it's only for Ramadan, so it's for like a month. Uh, and basically the idea, if you, if you don't know about Ramadan, it is a holiday where um, you are 
to fast from sunup to sundown. And then once the sun goes down, you can eat. So in Morocco, they set the clocks back an hour to presumably give you an extra hour of okay. time. Now, I, I may show a little bit of ignorance on this, but the way the sun moves, mm-hmm. the closer you are to the equator, the less this has any effect. And as you looked at that map, the, yeah, the, it's all the country, yeah. So if you live like at the equator, basically, the, the sun is going to rise at six in the morning. Right. It's going to be noon at high noon when the sun's overhead, and it's going to set at six. And there's going to be very little variance at all with this. So the the higher in la- latitude that mm-hmm. you go, that is where. Right. That's where it matters. Yeah, like Alaska, the land of the midnight sun. Right. So. And if you're down in Australia, hello down in Australia. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, got we, our friend down in Queensland. Yeah, we have a Victoria. Oh, sorry, my yeah, bad. Victoria. So don't know who you are yet, but you keep listening. So uh, <laughs> send, send us an email. <laughs> so, you know, the further south you get, the closer you get to the poles, the more you're affected by how much daylight right. you get. Yeah. Okay, so I Morocco, without having a map in front of me, it's fairly close to the equator, so why would they need to do this? Uh, my only thought is that they're really hungry by the time, I don't know. Because it's, it's a work, it's a, it's a labor thing, honestly. Like, it's a labor to, and maybe I'm just making that up, that, yeah, they, that it's because they want it time to eat, but it's, it's a labor thing. So that but my they, point is the sun's going to set at six. Yeah, I don't know. In a, whatever. I don't okay. know, but they do it. All right, so. Um, so that's I wonder if it's a full hour. Maybe it's a half hour. It could be. Whatever. Okay. I don't know. They observe a, a form of it, so like a negative BST. All right, so that's pretty much the history. There's, It's not really that. Aha. Uh-huh. That's why it's negative. Yeah. Okay, so they are artificially. It's, the sun is still going to go down at what would have been 6 right. o'clock. Okay. I, but I yeah, understand they, it now. they get off. Okay. Okay. So, um. Daily savings is really, and one of the arguments that we hear is that the, it's for the farmers. That argument is null and void. Farmers actually hate DST. Yeah, I mean, and okay, so I'll get into my farmer thing right now. Yeah. Um, farmers hate it because the cows can't tell time. The cows are going to wake up when they wake up, and the cows are going to go to bed. And it's all, they used to call this God's time, and that's... It was okay. Makes sense to me. Yeah, and so basically, how this story goes, or how this goes, is the cows need milk two times a day. So the farmer had to milk the cows, get the milk to the market. Let's say the milk had to be at the market by seven o'clock in the morning. Now you go to daylight savings time. Now the milk has to be there at zero six. Well, the cows don't can't keep time, so they don't know that schedule. So mm-hmm. the farmers were actually losing money because of this. In fact, I think it was 1926. Uh, massive, massive, hour the, makes that much of a difference? If you're a cow, I guess. Hmm. Whatever. But, I mean, it must because in 1926, the, uh, the farmers, the, basically the Farmers Association, sued the state of Maryland because they were losing about $20 million. And this is in 1926. That's a lot. Again, so when we start talking about time, it it, it sounds very... Flippant? Yeah, very flippant, but there's there's, big money involved in this and how it works. And we're going to talk about that, too, with the pro side of things and why daylight savings time is good. Big sugar. Big sugar. (laughs) Okay. Oh, go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt. But no, you I, that, no. But you, do you, you want to go ahead and no, get no, into no, the no, pros? No, 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 no. Go ahead. Okay, so um, you mentioned Ben Franklin and jokingly that the French would save energy by not burning as much candles. That's actually one of the arguments for daylight savings time. The thought is, and again, um, daylight savings time really is for laborers, for workers, um, so this, the idea is so that you would get off work and uh, with an hour more daylight at the end of the day. So, uh, why though? So you can spend so, more money. So, well, no, so that you can have, it's in the summer months when it's warmer. So everybody wants to go out and do stuff. And so they want to be, hold on, we'll get to that. Um, but so one of the arguments is that for, um, energy 
cost of uh, like efficiency, basically. Uh, in a 2008 study by the Department of Energy, the primary energy consumption was down half a percent daily during daylight savings time. And the idea is because then you will have you won't have to use as much energy because you have natural light coming in and you're not getting off work in the dark like you are in the wintertime. So by the time that you get off, it's still daylight. Really, by the time you get in, it's, it's pretty light. So you're not running as much. Um, you're not consuming as much energy because you're using natural light. And you have a counter to that, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah, I will. Well, but go ahead. Way, well, Hit well, me with it. Well, the way we're bouncing around. I'll, it's fine. I'll, I'll just counter here at the end. You All right. Okay. Uh, so that's one of the arguments. Another argument um, is that it, daylight savings time is a huge benefit to the economy. Uh, it, As Steve mentioned, people during the summer months go out and buy stuff. You get off at, let's say you get off at 6 year-round. You get off at 6 in the wintertime, it's dark. You get off at 6 during daylight savings time, it's still bright and sunny, and you can hit the stores, you can, it's really a big benefit to um, like outdoor rec people, so the golf industry is huge. Um, depending on the part of the country that you live in, I guess, like horseback riding, hiking, whitewater rafting, canoeing, all that kind of outdoor uh, activity is big, big, big business in the summertime. Okay, well, look, I'll concede on this one that because look, J.P. Morgan and Chase Company found that consumer spending goes up a bit at the start of daylight savings time, but it crashes about three point five percent in the wrong direction when it ends. So it's a wash, which mm -hmm. whichever way it goes. And you know they forget about okay, they did this by by looking at three hundred million bank credit card transactions. And so they have like this hard data. Like I said, folks, this is not just us sitting here complaining because of, yeah. we're, you know, like this. There's, there's big money involved oh, in this. Oh, there's a ton of money. Yeah, and, you know, and it doesn't matter because at Christmas time, it's dark when you go shopping anyway. And they forget about, I forget how many trillions of dollars that business will make at Christmas anyway. So it's a wash. So they they lose a little money at the they gain a little bit at the beginning. It's the number it, like, is actually three point three percent, and yeah. that was just for July. Like um, in July, consumers' uh, entertainment revenue is up three point three percent in July on average, and that's billions of dollars. Are you going to stand by here. that three point three? Because it's going to crash. No, because I don't by, know. I don't know where I got that from. Because it's, going to crash, because it's going to crash by 3.5% come who tomorrow. Are you, who are you getting your sources from? J.P. Morgan Chase Company by analyzing and looking at 380 million bank I didn't credit write down card. my sources. I did because mm. I was prepared to, to debate this. <laughs> and if I'm going to debate you, I've got to be really, really prepared. So, anyway. Um, so, the other, and again, perfectly... One, one point for Steve. <laughs> So again, uh, I'm I'm not going to pretend to be somebody that I'm not. I don't agree with daylight savings time. So admittedly, I only kind of half-heartedly researched it, um, the benefits. But uh, one of the things that I thought was actually pretty interesting. So I don't really have a lot of benefits, but this one I thought was really really interesting. More than forty percent of fatal car accidents are at night. So the argument is. That at daylight savings for daylight savings time that and and again this is where it's kind of a slippery slope because you can argue that there are more car crashes in the winter because more people are driving at night because it gets darker earlier uh, and there are fewer car crashes in the summer because by the time it gets dark people are done and ready to go home and they're not driving at night. Oh, I've got data on all this, too. But the flip side of that, I mean, if you're crashing in the winter, it could just be because it's the winter time and it's more hazardous road conditions depending on, you know, the part of the country that you live in. Okay. So the United States brought daylight savings time in at World War One mm -hmm. to for the same reason to... Uh, I think that's kind of when a lot of the countries did. Yeah. That it, used daylight yeah. savings time. As, as a method to... Uh, to save energy, and then it, it kind of faded out, and then it was brought back again during World War II. Now, time zones, they started becoming important 
with the development of the railroads in the 1880s in the United States. So the first, the first country to, um, to, to develop time zones as we know them now was the uh, Great Western Railroad in 1840 in England. Because if you think about it, up until this time, the fastest that people ever traveled was as fast as their horse could run. And so like and, you know, five miles horse, an hour? Yeah, but if it's running, it's going to run oh, you know, yeah. 25, 30 miles an hour, however fast, how a, fast a horse goes. Yeah, and it can't run that far. So it's not enough to really affect anything. Yeah. So with the coming of the railroad, the United States went and divided the continental United States into four standard time zones, which we know is Eastern, Central, Mountain, and Pacific time. And so that happened on November 18th, 1833, and it fell under the jurisdiction of uh, the Interstate Commerce Commission. Because, again, it, no, it, it has to do with money. It has to do with everything like that. Sure. Up until then, time was a local thing. It was basically, as I mentioned earlier, they, they called it God's time. So every little town had it. And it wasn't important, you know, what time it was in New York City if you were sitting in uh, Manhattan, Kansas. And nobody cares. Yeah. Noon was high noon. Yeah. And, you know... You, Six o'clock was when the sun came up. Six o'clock was when the sun came down. Yeah. And it was all relative to where you were right then. Um, But as the railroad started working, like you might be in Chicago, and the same train might have up to a dozen different arrival times because of... Yeah, there's no standardization. yeah, Yeah, there was no standardization. So they had to do this. Okay, this is, I, I think I'm kind of regressing back in. in history, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, and and it makes sense to have the time zones because you know you can't have it at six o'clock in the morning in yeah. New York City so and six o'clock in San Francisco. We don't have a problem with time zones. No, it's just changing the That's time. Necessary, but yeah. I don't understand what traveling by train has to do with daylight savings time. This is just going back into the history of time. I understand. No, I, 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 and it's I going to get that, but. The, the reason is the confusion of how time, when we start changing time, because not everybody in the United States was still changing time at the so, same time. So you're saying that it's bad. What? This is one of your arguments that it's bad. Daylight savings time is bad. Because yeah. now not only are you dealing with different time zones, but you're also dealing yeah, with the added. Because. It, it, it had to be simplified, and daylight standard time started complicating a good thing. When it was just the different time zones across the United States, it was pretty standard, and it worked. And then different states, different countries, as you said, different cities started implementing their own time. You know, they, they started implementing daylight savings time or adjusting their clocks to pay based on their independent needs. And so it, it started complicating things. Let me, yeah. So it started with good intentions, but it's long evolved past a need for daylight savings time. Since 1967, the United States Department of Transportation has been responsible for governing time zones in the country. So actually, you know, did you realize this is actually like written into law in the U.S. Code? It's Title 15, Chapter 6, Subchapter 9, Standard Time, the time zones are in the law defined by their offset from coordinated universal time, or UTC time. Again, I didn't confusing. know that, that was a law. It's a law. Interesting. Daylight savings. Not uh, a law? Kicks in the spring. No, it is a law. Oh. It kicks in the spring. We set our clocks back, and we lose our hour of sleep is really why I don't like it. <laughs> and um, in the fall, we move. But aren't there some states that don't use daylight savings time? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So are they breaking the law? No, because they, it's, it's written into their law, their, their state law. It's, uh, so federal law. I told you, it's confusing. Yeah, federal law says we have to have daylight savings time, but there's a few states that precede federal law, that preempt federal law, I mean. And, and they, they have, say, I, guess nope. they, I guess they have exemptions to do it. Studies show that most people will still get up at the same time but not in coordination with the new time set on the clock. So tomorrow morning, instead of us waking up at 7 o'clock in the morning, Mm -hmm. it's going to actually be, the alarm is going to say 7, but... It'll be 6 o'clock. Yeah, we think we're going to sleep in until, yeah, 
it, it's, <laughs> it is confusing. It, it's so yeah, so it will be our bodies. Supposedly, think, we're going to get an hour extra sleep. Yeah, but our we're bodies wake up. will think that it's seven, but the time yeah. is going to say that it's six. Okay. And in all actuality, we are not going to. We don't actually get an hour of of more of sleep because. We are just, we in particular, not like humans in general, but we in particular are the kind of people that will be like, oh, it's 10 o'clock, it's time to go to bed. But really, it's only 9 o'clock, so we stay We're going to stay up and we're going to watch, we're going to binge a little bit tonight. So, here we go with the nonsense of DST, DST daylight savings time. So I, I'm that, not even worried about this debate anymore because okay. you're totally going to trample me. It's fine. <laughs> it's not you, even a debate. You can, you can call this a win in your book if it'll make you feel better. <laughs> Okay, so Steve won. I don't. I won. You should do the cheering one. Oh, the one that says "Yay." Okay, so let, let me can, let me go ahead and complicate things a little bit further. If you want to go ahead and snooze, if you want to go like grab something to eat, go yeah. ahead and do it because this is, this is not as an exciting as episode as some of our other ones. But it's good. You you need to learn sometimes. Okay, there are nine time zones by law in the United States and its dependencies. However. Wait. I thought you said there were four. Let me finish. Okay, sorry. <laughs> sorry. So, and it's dependencies. Adding the time zones of two uninhabited U.S. territories, Baker Island and Wake Island. Who cares? It, wait a minute. Let me finish. Let me, let me, <laughs> let me get through this because okay, okay, if I'm I don't sorry. get through, it's going to like yeah, really sorry. even be more confusing to do. <sighs> okay. so, so, there are nine time zones by law in the United States independent and its dependencies. However, by adding the time zones of two uninhabited territories, Baker Island and Wake Island, that gives us 11 time zones in totals. The contiguous United States has four standard time zones. In addition, Alaska and Hawaii, plus the five U.S. dependencies already mentioned, all have their time zones. As neither Hawaii nor the five dependencies use daylight savings time, there are only six co- uh, corresponding daylight savings times. Okay. This is how it gets so complicated. All of the depend, like Puerto Rico has its own time zone. Yeah, well, it's further out in the ocean, so it's east. So yeah, it does. And Hawaii has its own time zone. Yeah, because it's further west. And Alaska has its own time zone because it's further west. Wow, I did not realize. I guess I just automatically assumed that Hawaii was on Pacific time. No, because it's so far out. Huh. It's- Hawaii is closer I tomorrow. Something. Hawaii is closer tomorrow than we are. Hmm. Okay. Anyway, uh, da, 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 da. okay. So it's confusing. Let me let me throw some more confu- confusion to this. Oh, what, let's. What what time is it in Arizona? I don't even know what time it is here. <laughs> okay. Uh, how about tonight at two o'clock in the morning? What time will it be in Arizona? It'll be th- three hours behind us. Yeah, I'm assuming Arizona is I on... I think Arizona is uh, on Pacific. Or, or, or Central, whatever. I, I mountain? Don't, I don't, they might be on Mountain. Yeah, mountain time, yeah. I don't know. So two, hour, yeah. so, yeah. two hours behind us. Yeah, so Arizona. But Arizona doesn't do daylight savings times. That's one of the states that has the exceptions. So will they only be one hour behind I, I, I have to write this down, but I'm glad I'm not the pilot of the airplane that has to land at the right time at the airport. But... That's what if you're in, wait a minute, what if you're in northeast Arizona? Do you know that the Navajo and the Hopi reservations in northeast, they don't play this game. Good for them. <laughs> they don't do this nonsense. So they have a different time. The reservations have a different time than the rest of the state. I wonder why. I, I don't know. I didn't I go wonder that if much. that's if that's one of those um just like native rights that you that they have just kind of held on to, but I would think that you know what they may be going by at noon. The sun's straight above us. I don't, I don't know, and I don't even want to speculate on. No, that. no, no. I'm just thinking that would make that just seems like it would make things hard for them because I mean they still have to if if time is different everywhere but the reservation. So like only the reservation time. That's my whole point. Yeah, I this. mean they still have to go and work. Presumably off of the reservation, and they may, they may not. And I don't know the size of their reservations. I don't know if they have. It's a good chunk of Northeast Arizona. Oh, okay, well then so, maybe not. Yeah, I mean, but I'm used you, to. You understand my point around, in all yeah, this, right? I'm used to smaller okay. reservations like so, around here. Indiana didn't play this nonsense until 2006. So, what time is it in Indianapolis right now? Actually, I know what time it is because I was just there. It's the same time it is. 
here. But isn't Indiana? I thought there was some place that like literally the time zone, and I thought it was on a city that was between Ohio and Indiana. Where the time zone like goes daylight savings through the time state, goes you right could be through. in one state, yeah. But that's not because of daylight savings time. Oh, it's that's because, just the time. It's just where the time oh, okay. zone ended. But most states have adjusted their time zone and wiggled the line, so, so it's, it's the same time. Yeah. So all the states are in the same time. Um, I mean, how would you like to be a pilot or a truck driver if you ever make a delivery? Oh, that's so awful. yeah. So like, if you had to make a delivery to the Navajo Nation in Northeast. It just gets confusing how all this works. So let me go into why all this is dumb. Okay, so according (laughs) to Michael Downing, the author of Spring Forward, The Annual Madness of Daylight Savings Time, early studies, okay, that whole energy thing, it's shot. Okay, it may have worked during World War I and during World War II, but it's gone. In fact, daylight savings time, actually, there are a lot of studies out there that show that daylight savings time now increases energy use. Like, in, For example, in Indiana, where daylight saving time was implemented statewide in 2006. Oh, yeah, okay. So they implemented daylight savings time for good. So maybe tomorrow Indiana stays on daylight savings time and they don't change their time. What? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. So anyway, when they did this in 2006... People used less, less electricity for light, yet any gains were canceled out by people who used more air conditioning during the early evening since 6 p.m. felt more like 5 p.m. when the sun was still shining brightly and the summer homes hadn't, it, it hadn't started to cool off yet. Where are you getting these statistics from? The Internet. Can you tell me your specific source? Because yes, I can. Mine I, came from the Department of Energy. I think mine did, too. Although... Again, to be perfectly honest, I did have to cherry pick a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, here's some hard data. The state of Indiana bucked the trend and didn't implement daylight savings time until 2006. Ah, yeah. Result, residential electric use actually increased 2 to 4% according, wow. to the national, according to the National Board of Economic Research. That's so it, a lot. It, it's a lot. So Compared I, to the down half a percent that I got from the Department of Energy. Yeah. So daylight savings time also increases gasoline consumption Mm -hmm. during this. Um, Says the petroleum, well, since the petroleum industry has known this since 1930, probably because the evening activities increased with extra daylight, getting them, you know, people are in their cars more. Yep. Okay. Uh, changing the clocks also causes air travel synchronization headaches, which sometimes lead to travel delays and lost revenue for airlines. The airlines have reported the health issues. Okay, so you know how jet lag makes you feel? Yeah. Okay, we're going to experience that again in the spring. And this is where the, the body rhythms change. Heart attacks and strokes will increase significantly, not so much this time, but when we switch when we back, to back to daylight savings time, yeah. I will, I will make a, an interjection here because I disagree with you, like an actual point of fact, I disagree with you on the jet lag thing because you don't get jet lag from an hour. If you cross over, if there's like a an eight-hour time difference, like when we go to Germany to visit our family over there, there's like an eight-hour time difference. That makes sense for jet lag, but an hour is not really going to affect you that much. My personal testimony on this, when the time changes in the spring, and you know it takes me almost three weeks to get used to this, And, And, and and that's exactly as I was doing the research. It says the average person, it takes about three weeks. So it's not jet lag like you know it. It's mm-hmm. it's similar to jet lag. It's it's also, basically, it's like you're, because you're getting up an hour early earlier, it's like the equivalent of driving with a .05 blood alcohol content. So think oh. of all these people getting up in the morning and having two or three shots or two or three beers all trying to drive to work in the morning. The cost of fatal accidents is estimated to have an annual an annual cost of $275 million. So what you're saying Annually is... because of this. The people that do get up in the morning and take a couple shots before you go to work, maybe wait about three weeks before you start doing that. Yeah. Don't, don't drink a, and drive. Give it a break don't, for three Don't drink weeks. and drive, folks. <laughs> Not a good thing. Okay. So here's some per- personal testimonies. 
I own a child care center. Every year we have children crying because it's getting dark and mommy and daddy have not picked me up yet. They just don't understand, wrote one anonymous signer from Crestline, Ohio. Or this is someone who petitioned the government to do that. Yeah. It supports big sugar. Extending daylight savings. Supports safe. big sugar? Yep. Extending and we're in lobbies. Are yep. you going to explain that one? Yep. Extending daylight savings time into November also helps the Halloween industry because kids can stay out later and they can trick or treat. That means they're going to buy more candy. Um, I forget how many. I, I disagree with that one, but no, okay. No, we have the hard facts. It's like uh, how many millions of dollars. Kids are still going to go trick or treating on Halloween, whether it's daylight savings or not. They're just going to move trick or treat back from six to eight to move it back to like five to seven or whatever. Okay, I'm just. Yeah, I the, know, I know, but that's facts. a dumb argument. So, I mean, it's what you think and what the actual numbers are showing right but here. But that's a dumb argument. Because kids are going to celebrate trick-or-treat regardless. Well, whatever. And it was dark here by the time trick-or-treat ended, and there were still... Our eldest granddaughter did not come home until far after dark, so that's that's a dumb argument. Okay, but Big Sugar... <laughs> Big the sugar. candy industries support it because, sure they because their candy sales will increase significantly because of, because of this. <sighs> uh, I disagree with that. Well... Whatever, uh, you got to buy more candy, and that's the thing. There's no real energy savings associated with this. I mean, maybe they're used to, but now it's just not. That's interesting. What you said that um, the gas thing that you we actually it's almost worse for the environment from an energy standpoint because people are driving more in the evenings, but from a an economic standpoint, people are buying more gas because they're staying out later. Yeah. So I, it's a question of energy over that's finances. Why, that's why it's really hard to measure because it just goes across so many different things. Yeah, you lose in one element but gain in another. Okay, so I'm pretty sure if also that if you're one of the 35% in the United States households that at least one young child, you know your kid is going to get up at the same time tomorrow morning. It doesn't matter what the time says on the clock. The kid's going to wake up at 5.30 while you think you're going to be sleeping until 6.30. Right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, <sighs> um, have to the kids are still going to get up at the same time. Oh, my gosh. Biologically, bio biologically, the kids are going to get up at the same time, and that means so are you. Okay, just think about our dogs. When do they start barking to get fed? 4.30. Okay. Actually, 4.22. So what time are they going to start barking tomorrow? 3.22. Yeah, they're going to start barking at 3.30, 3.32. Okay. We're not going to mention this kid's name. It's one of the kids you watch. You said that he poops exactly he poops at, at what time? He poops at noon every day. If he's going to poop, it's going to be at noon, right before nap time. Okay. Now, you have your whole schedule set. I do. Based off. Well, not him. based on him pooping. <laughs> but, 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 yeah. but it all works but out. But I know that when I do diaper changes at nap time, I know to save him for last because more than once... I have changed him, and he's pee like he was wet. And then five minutes later, Miss Kim, I pooped. Okay, and now what's so going to happen? So, but you've got their nap time scheduled so that you can they can get up, and then you can go pick up the big kids at mm -hmm. school. Yep. Okay, so this is going to adjust your their nap time and your schedule for the day. And their and his poop time, which yeah. in that particular case, I'm okay with because it's it's kind of like a negative change. So instead of pooping before nap, he's going to have to poop during nap. And his mom picks him up at the end of nap time, so she's going to have to change that diaper instead of me. So it's, <laughs> it's fine. Okay. But, but do, you, do you see You're, how just like... That's not a good argument <laughs> okay, on we're, your we're, side. We're not talking big money and big finances no, right it, now. No, honestly, from a, from a child care standpoint, I've been in child care for a large chunk of my adult life. It really does affect the kids very, very strongly. Um, it... In, and any teacher will tell you, if there happens to be a full moon during that week of daylight savings, you may as well just forget it. If, if ever there is, you notice that there's a full moon during daylight savings week and you have children under the age of like 10, seriously, buy your kids' teachers gift cards for coffee or wine or whatever because they are struggling. It, it really, it really does affect the kids, and it, and the full moon thing really is true too. Any ER person will tell you that. Oh, and doctors and nurses too are going to suffer from this. 
I would think, because... Yeah, shift work. Yeah, well, no, just you're probably... You said that people have heart attacks and stuff, right? Yeah. So the incidence of um, heart attacks hospitalizations and are going to go up. Yeah. Oh, it, there's even more to that. Okay, so tomorrow, you're going to have to change the clock in your car. Now, it takes an advanced degree in some vehicles to make this thing happen. Mine does it automatically. It does? I think. I don't know. I'm going to have to do we'll it. We'll find I'm, out. I'm going to have to do it in the Jeep. Okay, the microwave, your watch. You're going to have to reset your watches. Oh, gosh, yeah. It actually, studies are showing that it hurts local business because more it's forcing local business because it's forcing more people to shop online. So I don't want to go it out. And, and drive and do all this, I can just sit here at my computer and now I can order. Yeah, okay. Disagree with me, but this is what the studies are showing, that it is hurting local business because more people are going to be shopping online. More people are likely to go to jail because judges, just like everyone else, they're going to be tired and they're going to be cranky and, and they have the statistics to prove this. So Somebody's like, done a study on that? That's yes. I bet that was... Uh, like a prisoner or somebody. You are more likely to go to jail if you get sentenced right after the time change. So, uh, so in addition to not drinking your shots in the morning, just wait a few weeks before okay. you commit a so, crime. So, we, you know, we mentioned that with the time change, with daylight savings time in the summer, you can go out and you can exercise and hike and do all these fun things, okay? But <laughs> the fact is, you're going to eat more, you're going to spend more money, people tend to get fatter, during this time thing. During the summer months or during, like, right now? What? Then. Because oh, during you're, the summer you're months, Because okay. you're, you're out entertaining yourself and doing And you're going to eat more. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, we're just going to get fatter over the winter because we're just going to sit and watch TV all winter long. Uh, I, well, we're just getting fat, period. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, well. It's fine. Okay, you know what? It, to me, it just all comes down to common sense. So a lot of the economic things are out there. So there's been a meme that's circulating. I love the memes Right now, they're they're actually. Oh yeah, thanks so, to our buddy Leonard who sent us some. And yeah, we so we asked people if you had any uh, stories, you know, personal things about daylight savings time, and all we got was memes. <laughs> you <Yeah>. guys, <laughs> while they're funny, they made memes me laugh. Are not stories. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of looking for more personal testimonies on how <laughs> it affected you. But that's all right. You. That's all right. We get it. Like, you don't like it. It's like fine. We have a we have a friend in Cleveland that drives a truck. I was hoping he would ride. Oh, in Oh, Dave. Yeah. Yeah, and like say yeah, it. It stinks because now this, this, and that. Oh, whatever. But um, anyway, but the memes are funny. And the funniest one I think I've seen, it shows an elderly uh, Native American gentleman. That basically, he says, only... <laughs> only an idiot would take, like, the yeah. top of a blanket. Is that what the one is? Yeah, it's, you know, basically the meme says, only, you know, uh, how's it go? Only only white man would would sew two inches off the top of the blanket and then sew it on the bottom of the blanket and thinks his blanket is now two inches longer. And that, to me, is just the common-sense approach of yeah. daylight savings time. We're not getting any extra time. Our friend Jim shared one um, that I really liked. It's got a guy with, like, an old-timey-looking guy with a real smug look on his face, and it says, I will not turn my clocks back. I will then be living one hour in the future. I greet you, people of the past. Your ways are quaint. Yeah. Look, I think if we just left it alone, people would naturally just adjust this. So look, so why do we continue with this nonsense? Lobbyist. Because it really comes down to money. Lobbyists are running the world. And if you haven't figured that out by now, you you need to go back and listen starting at episode one. Now, I like to grill as much as anybody. I like to smoke the meat out there. The grill and charcoal industry claim they will make an extra $200 million because of daylight savings time. The golf industry claims they will make an extra $400 million because of that. We already talked yeah. about Big Sugar, which you disagree with, but we, we have the statistics, we have the facts of how much extra money they will make because of this. Well, I right would there. say any, any food industry. I, don't, I disagree with the Halloween thing, but yeah, I can see how Big Sugar would make more money over the, just like any of the food industries are going to make more money over the summertime. Yeah. So wh- while initially it was thought to save energy, now it is all about the revenue. Businesses will claim a 3.5% decrease because we sleep in in the fall. 
So I mean, it's it's a wash. So it's, it's just a, like it's just like the blanket thing. Three point three percent increase. In you the might summer, make a little bit more in the spring, but you're going to lose fall. it. You're going to lose it in the fall. It's yeah. it's a wash. Yeah. It, it just doesn't make sense anymore. Um, I guess big business is forgetting about that three trillion dollar boon they're going to get during the holiday spending. I mean, people are going to go out and they're going to shop in the evening because it does get darker in the evening. So people are going to go shopping anyway, right? Yeah. And that's why I say I think people are just going to naturally adjust. If we just let it go, yeah. leave the time alone, whichever way, let the smart guys figure out why or when, and just let it go. And I think within one season, oh, yeah. everyone will just forget about it and will adjust, and it won't make that much difference. Yeah, but, you know, I, w- I will concede, you know, that people will maybe not get to go golfing as late. I mean, I think that they... People have summer hours anyway, like. Yeah, but it's not about the summer hours. It's about when it's going to get dark. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, you just stay open later in the summertime. If you run a golf course, just instead of staying open nine to nine, like you would during the wintertime or whatever, stay open nine to ten. But at ten o'clock, it's dark. That I'm not saying ten o'clock. I don't know what time golf okay. course. I'm just saying stay open an hour later. When it doesn't the, matter. When it's lighter out. It doesn't matter. They they are open that late. They're saying that by setting the clock back, that people now can get off work at a, at a certain time and they can get a full eighteen hour eighteen holes in to where if they don't adjust the time, they're going to get off work. And they may only get in and that's what nine I'm holes because it's going to get so, too dark to golf. That's what I'm saying. Like just adjust. Let companies adjust the hours on their own. Yeah. If you want to be a good boss and give your staff an extra hour off at the end of the day in the summer, then fine. But don't expect the whole rest of the country to change just to suit you. Well, that'll work with a lot of people. But with the outdoor industry, they do want that extra hour so that people can golf, like like I just said, so they can get the full 18, out, 18 holes in after work instead of they can't only get nine holes in. They can't adjust their their hours yeah, of their no, business because the sun's yeah. going to go down when the sun goes down. Right. It doesn't matter. Okay. So what can we do about this? Nothing. I disagree. Mm-hmm. Write your congressman. In fact, send your congressman this podcast. Uh, we would love that. <laughs> send your congressman this podcast. We, Write your congressman. We uh, There is a local politician... Uh, should we name names? We won't no, name no, names. No, You're no, shaking no, your no, head no, at me. No, but no, there no, is no. a local politician who we have seen has listened to at least one episode of our show. And so, local politician, we hope that you will canvass on our behalf and support your constituents and, <laughs> and vote to end daylight savings time. You know who you are. You know who you are. <laughs> okay. So, as we said, it's... While we've made light of this, it is a very, very complicated situation. And when you start peeling the skin of the onion back, or what's our one phrase? When you start chasing the rabbit down the hole, it yeah. does get a lot more complicated. And there is a lot of money involved with this with this decision because there are industries that will lose money now, but they'll gain it back. I really it back think it. Spring. I think it would still be a wash. It's like I told Steve this morning over coffee. I said, if there, I don't care what political party you're affiliated with. If you are a presidential candidate and you run in 2020 on a platform of making election day a federal holiday, ending daylight savings time, and putting all of the telephone wires underground instead of making them an eyesore, then I will vote for you. If that's your platform, you got my vote. If I were to ever run for president. That would be my thing. I would put all the, uh, the, the the nation's power grid and all that stuff. It would go underground. Yeah. So I don't if, know where I'm going to get the money, but that uh, would be my goal. Uh, taxes, whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, but if you are running for president, if you promise me those three things, you got my vote. Okay. So it, it really is a serious issue. It, as much fun as we've had with this, it is a serious issue, and it's not going to be done lightly. Personally, I mean, just with the informal research that we have done with it, I think people will just, it'll be a wash. And if we just go through one season, everything will just naturally adjust. You know what I could see happening with daylight savings time is sort of the same thing that's happening with the cannabis industry, where states are, individual states are getting rid of it 
and and changing their legislation. And I think at some point there is going to be a national a new national cannabis law. Just like I think that if enough individual states get rid of daylight savings time, eventually there will be a federal daylight savings time end. Yeah, and do we stay on? Standard time where we standard, go to whatever. That's why I said there's yeah, more not, people who figure that out. Smart, so. Okay, Kim. Anyway, all right, we're up to we're we're at an hour. Uh, find us on Instagram. Find us on Facebook. Email us at alosthour at gmail uh, Let us know how we're doing. Only if it's good. Uh, like us, share us, favorite us, tell your friends. It, it really helps when you uh, when when you share this. Yep. When you leave comments, absolutely. We, 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 we see our ratings in certain platforms rise when you do that. So help us out. If you want to do that, we'd appreciate it. If you don't have a good comment, don't leave it. Yep. Only nice things. Yeah. So we're going to leave you with this. Write your congressman. Send them this podcast. Absolutely. So from the beautiful studios in Beaver Creek, Ohio. Thanks for spending an hour of your life with us. <laughs>